know that each stage of life is unique and can be hard. We also know that you may have questions through it all. So meet Harvest with Sierra and Lee. We want to be with you in the moments of uncertainty and bring light and life to each question. Are we qualified to be giving advice? Barely. But we know some powerful women who are. Every other week, we'll bring you a podcast that we hope will encourage you, make you laugh, point you towards joy, help you think rightly about your season and the Lord. So let's reap an abundant harvest together. Hey friends, welcome back to Harvest. I'm Lee. I'm Sierra. And we are happy to be back with you in the closet for another chit chat episode today. With a point. With a point. That's right. And so we are going to get to that point <laughs> here in a minute. But we also want to update you with our crowdfunding that we never got to last week. Seriously. Um, another quick midnight ministry update. Um, and then just a little life update for both mm-hmm. of us. Sadly, we don't have crew in the closet today, so... We, we miss those baby sounds. I'm not that sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you on the other side. All right. So per usual, we're going to start this episode with a little um, icebreaker. And it's a good one, I think. It is a good one. Sarah we tried always to... comes up with best. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we tried to narrow it down from like three yesterday. So we picked the best of three. That's right. Um, okay, what is a weird, quirky fact about you that not a lot of people know? About me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one's a little embarrassing mm-hmm. after I started really thinking about it, but I don't care. <laughs> um, so people who maybe just see me out in the world, let's say like... At church. At church. At lunch. At the park. At the park. Um, yeah, playdates, small group. A fun dinner. Yeah. So any of those social situations where you just bring friends in close for a little while and then everybody goes home, (laughs) probably don't know that I obnoxiously burp all of the time. (laughs) And so those who are really close to me, like Sierra (laughs) and a handful of other people know, like, I just burp. And it's really unapologetically. That's very true. I used to do it. it It started happening when I was pregnant. And then they would just come out of nowhere. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think it's because I'm pregnant. I think I just was pregnant for so many years that I just got into a habit. And now it's like, I have to be really cautious when I'm in front of people, like a group of people or people that I don't know. But then when I'm with people that I do know, it's just like, sorry. And that's true. It's always, sorry. But I'm not really sorry. I don't know why I even say it. It's so funny. It's actually really funny because one time someone pointed out to me that the two people that I'm closest to in life are just really giant burpers. Like, so true. Ethan is a burper, and my best friend's a burper. It's so true. It's so, awful. Which that other person spent a lot of years really, really close. Yes. She just happened to see the pregnant, the more pregnant years, <laughs> and you got the not pregnant well, years. You're standing strong. I know. So you know, you're, you're timeless through the wait. Classic. What is it? You're like you're something through the times. I don't know. You're consistent. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> consistent through the ages. There we go. <laughs> so I went on a, a weekend trip with a friend who we are. We looks like our friendship is growing. We're kind of new friends just okay. through the fall. I'm here for it though. Okay, she's awesome, and we we went mountain biking. And I, I thought that. I was gonna die. I wanted to ask so bad. I've about got it. so many stories about my mountain biking and. A bruised up, uh, once bloody knee from it, but I didn't die. But you didn't die. Um, but after one of our really hard trails, we're like stopping to figure out where we are. And I just let out a huge burp. And she like looks at me bewildered and I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm a burp. I'm like, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> We've arrived at friendship. We've survived mountain biking and almost dying. So um, you get so to hear me burping. 
That's amazing. So what's yours? What is your one weird quirky fact? Okay. The friend that also knew that about Leanne will also know this about me. Um, and okay. So mine is, I thoroughly enjoy cold food. Like I I enjoy it when it's hot. Like I'll, I'll eat, um, whatever meal it is at dinner, but I, (laughs) I will just eat food straight from the fridge. Like really grossing me out. It doesn't, and it's like, I'm, and I'm weird about like a lot of textures, but I don't mind it. Like spaghetti, I can eat that cold. Ew! I love it cold. Pizza, cold. I can understand pizza. Um, steak. Ooh. I can eat that also cold. Also, ooh. And the only things I don't really like venture into is soups. Okay. And it's because it separates. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, I'm picturing like that thin Mm-mm. layer of fat that hardens. That's over. disgusting. I can't do it. Okay, I'm proud. But lots of other things I can eat cold, straight from the fridge. Rice, yeah, for sure. Oh. Uh, actually, because it's hard. But if it's like in a, if it's in a, um, like it's mixed up in something yes. that you cooked, okay, then it's not. It doesn't like dry out as much. So I'm like <sighs> cool beans, and um, it doesn't bother me. Here's the thing that does bother me: when you warm food up and it's not thoroughly warmed, yeah, and then you take like a lukewarm. But that's why Jesus spits out. Oh, you know, it's yeah. nasty. God's like, Mm-mm, ain't nobody want that. A- ain't nobody want that. Not you. Don't want lukewarm coffee. No. You don't want lukewarm food. No, it's so, true. Be hot or be cold, and I'll enjoy either one. That's right. Oh man. Okay. Not well, funny. That's gross and funny. <laughs> and I'm shocked to find this out about you. I didn't know this about you. I. That's what you said yesterday. I was like, oh, that's funny. There, that's but so I weird. feel like as we were doing this podcast, I'm, I'm like learning. I learned so much more about you too, and I'm like, I didn't. How did I not know that? I know. That's very true. funny. Okay. So, a little life update. Mm-hmm. Bring you it on. You are like, you're turning into a Patrice. We've got like a, 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 a Patrice Jr. on our hands right now. Facts. You That's are going to be, fans are going to be so proud. To tell I, us what you did. Thank you, Patrice. <laughs> I bought, <laughs> I bought a rug. Okay. With Patrice's help. Yes. <laughs> and, um, it is so cute. If you follow me on my personal Instagram, then y'all got to see it for a hot minute. It is so cute. And lots of you asked me where I bought it from. And I'm ashamed to say I bought it from Wayfair. Okay, moving on. Hey, that's not bad. Well, they got tuck, like tied up in that sex trafficking know, business. I know. We've got great friends who work there. I think that we're okay. I'm not super proud, but I'm not super ashamed either. <laughs> it was very cheap. Okay. And was it ruggable? Has anybody tried ruggable? I would mm-hmm. like to know. If any of people who are listening have tried ruggable, I want to know. They're like the yeah. washable rugs and i just want to know is it worth it is it worth it because i could get down with some washable rugs and my brain i started saying is it worth it let me work it. put that rug down flip it and reverse it <laughs> okay you should be um, their media person their marketing. <laughs> um so i bought a rug and then i had patrice help me figure out where to put it yes. um via my phone even though i didn't win that giveaway <laughs> and um the other thing that i did what did i write down you said oh about euro chance. oh my gosh yes Patrice did not tell me this, okay. but I saw it on Pinterest, and you buy those big giant square pillows that yes. serve no purpose, yes. but make your bed look really comfy. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then you karate chop them. You put them on your bed. I did. Okay. If you have a king size, you're supposed to buy three of them. Oh. And I put you it on like Instagram. Researched this. I did, yeah. For a long time on okay. Pinterest. Where'd it go? You, there's lots, of, did you know lumbar pillows come in yes. different sizes? yes. I found, there's one at Target right now that I really, really want, and it's, like, so long. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that faux brown leather. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet it's expensive. I'm sure. I, didn't even, I just, like, looked at it, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I, yeah. They're expensive. But I'm glad that I bought them. Way to go. And they're super cute. So have you been making your bed? Yesterday, so I put it on Instagram. Good job. <laughs> 
the thing. I've only had them a day. Okay. Two, so, maybe two days. Today's made, the second day, I think. So you made your bed yesterday. Mm-hmm. 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 Did you make a bed today? Nope. Okay. Well, we'll okay, but I barely made it out of my house today <laughs> <laughs> to even get my kid to school, so. Okay, okay. I'm proud. I'll make my bed at some point. Maybe it's just not like a, I'm not a morning bed maker. You know, yeah, maybe okay. like mid afternoon. I'm like, oh, I should make my bed. I feel like you also have a lot of stuff on your bed. We do, yeah. Like lots of blankets. No, just one. No. Okay. Literally have... making our bed requires like whoosh, like just a big whoosh, and then just pillows. Pillows. That's mine. I have a blanket, like a top sheet, mm-hmm. a blanket, mm-hmm. and well, a comforter, and then I have pillows. Yeah. But the thing is, I just don't like to do it. And I've been in your bedroom. When your bed isn't made. It just looks like someone doesn't sleep, like, <laughs> under all of that at once. <laughs> it's like, that's kind of like a tornado. <laughs> Always. It's Nora. It's Nora. She likes to get in her bed and climb all the way into the center okay. underneath it. Yes. And then she likes yes. to, like, spin and, like, pretend and she's yes. in a cave. Like, okay. yesterday. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yesterday she was pretending like she was Jesus and she was resurrecting. Oh, go for her. And, uh, it was a trip in my bed. I was like, get out. <laughs> Okay. That's awesome. That sounds not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if you could hear the wild things happening in the other room. Um, okay, so way to go. What have you done in your home? So I finished my kitchen. Praise okay, God. Okay, so after Patrice was here, mm-hmm. she was like, go girl, go paint that fireplace. And then I decided, I'm going to paint my kitchen cabinets. That's yes. what I really want. And so I painted them. They're this beautiful color from Sherwin-Williams called Peacock House. They matched her fingernails. They did match my fingernails for a while, and I love it. It's a green. It makes me happy. It makes me so happy mm-hmm. to look at. It looks so good. So then, after I painted the cabinets, which took all oh, of yeah. two and a half weeks because mm-hmm. I did it the long way, but I'm but not. The right I don't way. regret it. I don't regret it. Um, we got the handles on, like yes. all the pools. They yes. look great. Twelve inches. Twelve inches, and then I went and lined every shelf and oh, every wow. drawer with like plastic liner that I had to cut. That's amazing. Okay, I'm like, we're not scratching this paint. No. Um, and then so we step back from the finished product. So it's white open cabinets on top, mm-hmm. dark green, gorgeous cabinets on bottom, and we step back to look at this process mm-hmm. and our once dark gray walls in I our would kitchen. Call them taupe, taupe, mm-hmm. grayish. Mm-hmm. Now looked purple. Very purple. And it looked like a circus in my kitchen. It was like, it went from literally like a, a, a sand taupe color on the, on the edge of gray to lavender. To lavender. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Ugh. And so I was so frustrated. So then I was like, okay, we're going to paint the walls white. Well, mm-hmm. then we had second thoughts and we're like, well, maybe it'll wash out because the cabinets are white. The box splash is white. So then we decided we'll just do kind of a gray because our countertops have a, mm-hmm. a, a hint of kind of silvery gray in them. And so we did it. And my wonderful husband, while I was gone this weekend, did the final coats for me, got it all done. All I had to do was edit out. And I get home and it looks baby blue. So now I have... It's kind of like uh, your walls are kind of like that dress that is like... You yes. look at it and it's white and gold or it's yes. black and blue. Ugh. Because when I walked into her kitchen, they looked gray to me. Mm-hmm. And then you just look a little harder, and then you're like, oh, I can see how this looks blue. Mm-hmm. And then you, like, look another place, and you're like, but it's gray, but it's blue. I know, but it's blue. It, yeah. But my brain now sees only blue. Yeah. I see, like, baby sky blue. I'm excited for the white. Gosh, I don't even know. So then I think I'm just going to go to Sherwin-Williams. I'm going to show them the paint that I picked out, 
and I'm just going to ask them to show me a palette card. Yeah. Like, show me what the options are. And if all else fails, we'll probably end up doing white, and it'll probably be lovely. Or maybe ask them, like, this is not for the podcast, but maybe they know, <laughs> like, some kind of something method to, like, yes. cancel out color. Yes. So, yes. I just need something on the color wheel that works, because it's obviously not what I'm doing. Right. Okay. Okay. So, all of that was wonderful. If I go into my kitchen, I keep my head down low. <laughs> I love my kitchen, and I'm so thankful. But then once I, like, look up, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sad. So funny. Um, so, there's where we are. Um, and we want to also update you on Midnight Ministries. Yes. Okay, so this we is We love our, you, girl. Yes, yeah, so this is our friend, Dylan, and we're going to have her on the podcast soon because she, like we said last time, she loves Jesus, she mm-hmm. walks with him faithfully, she has walked through seasons of addiction, and now she is putting herself out there for a ministry yes. to really redeem what social media can be used for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you haven't gone to follow Midnight Ministries on Instagram, please go do it. Yes. You will not be disappointed. And somebody pointed out, I think it was last week, that this is not just for those who have ever struggled with the addiction of being of pornography, mm-hmm. but for any addiction. Yes. Like the things that she, the resources that she's saying and the tools that she's giving us, it's like for any addiction. Right. Like it all comes down to freedom from yes. addiction and freedom in Jesus. Freedom. And so we really want y'all to experience that. And we can't wait to have her on here just to like Seriously. dive in. She's hilarious and wise and so vulnerable. It's going to be really good. It's going to be really good. So, Midnight Ministries. That's right. Midnight Ministries on Instagram. Go check it out. I think they also show us on Facebook. I don't know. I think so. I think she's on top of the social media game. And she's like, she works full time. Mm -hmm. She has Has almost four year old. Yeah. She's like got kids. She's like doing all sorts of stuff. And a teenager. Yeah. She's like all over the place. She's amazing. She's seriously a superstar. And she's in jujitsu. I'm like, oh, yeah. the girl could beat you up. <laughs> I think before she was in jujitsu, she could beat you it's up. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. But you, but when you look at her, you wouldn't know that you're going to get beat up. It's true. That was the thing. That, you look yeah. at her and you're like, oh, yes. you're so pretty. Yes. And then she's like, I also could kill you. So. Yeah. <laughs> she's careful. like the girl you don't want to mess with if you're like some robber or bad guy in a dark alley. True. You think true. you're like, oh, pretty blonde girl. Here I come to get you. And she's and like, then she like has and you're dead. Actual guns for arms. Yes. Oh, her shoulder. Okay. We're done. She's beautiful and could beat you up. Yes. Okay. Facts you needed to know about her. That's right. Okay. So next on the docket is the chit chat with a point. Yes. Okay. Here is the thing. Y'all don't love the question box, but also want us to have a point. (laughs) So. You don't know what the point is. You just want us to find it. Okay with that. We're just totally the point. I think, but here's the thing: is they we tied for two. I I I said, what do you want our point to be? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, fun Jesus things, um, things you want us to look into, uh-huh. and those are the two that tied. Oh. So there there was a good portion of you who voted, like almost a hundred people voted. Wow. Okay. And I could be lying, but twenty forty fifty five sixty four people voted. That was good timing. Okay. Thank you. And, um, 20 and 20, it was like 22 and 23 Mm -hmm. voted for, you want us to actually talk about things that you want to know about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like you wanted us to research things for you. Yes. And then also you just wanted us to talk about whatever Jesus is doing in our lives. Yes. And fun stuff. Okay. So we can't do that unless you tell us. Yeah. What question box? Yeah. But y'all y'all don't like the question box. You've told us We have one person. Tell us what they wanted us to research. Yes. 
<laughs> but and you know what? Like, I'm you. grateful for her because yes. she always responds. I know. You know who you are. You know. Who Shout you out are. to you. We love you. Thank you for your response. Um, All that to say is, if you really want us to talk about something, y'all are fans of the quiz box. Oh yeah. But then that's still us having to figure out find what out the things you want to. Find yeah, out which about. is like weird. So, <laughs> guys, help <laughs> or don't help. That's or don't. That's yeah, it. it's okay. I don't know. I felt that felt bossy. <laughs> It's okay, guys. We'll just keep tracking. Okay, so the point of this week's chit chat mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. Um, one of our really wonderful friends uh, who's been on the podcast before, Jenny. Oh yes, yes. It was Jenny that sent it out, right? And Patrice. Oh. Ah. Hello, Patrice. Both of them. Patricia. Listen, both of you have been on our podcast, and you're still doing great work. They yes. So they found this article when they were so they teach a, a company together, which oh, is like a resource okay. for. Small group leaders. Mm-hmm. And they um, were together. And they, Patrice, like, Jenny actually used the phrase, resurrected this article. Yeah, because it does still seem a little older. Old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the truths of it were timeless. Isn't that how it goes? Like, yes. truth is truth is truth is truth. Forever. Yep. That yep. doesn't, like, sway with the culture. Mm-mm. Remember that. Jot that down. <laughs> Okay, so this article is now in our link tree. Mm-hmm. Um, Sierra hyped it up really great this week. It's so good. Um, and so if you want to read it, which we strongly suggest, but it's going to take you some minutes to like read into it. It's not a short article. Um, I read, but I also did read it in the Chick Fil A drive through line. Did you really? I did. So it's not so lengthy that I think you would need like ten minutes, twenty minutes. But I read it in like seven. Okay. Okay. So. So, okay, maybe it just feels longer because it's little. You have print to yes, it's little print. You do have to scroll. Okay, but mm-hmm. worth it. All right, so it's called "Being Christian at Home," and it's by Melody Green, mm-hmm. and the website it's on is lastdaysministries.org, and it's linked yes. for you in the link tree. Just go to our bio on Instagram, and you can find it under. I'll tell you in a minute what you can find it under. On the link tree. Yeah. Oh, um, under Get Wrecked. Get Wrecked. That's right. Get Wrecked. Okay, so what stuck out to you about this okay. article? Also, before I say what stuck out to me, I want to say that when we're reading this, you're going to hear a lot of, like, phrases for parenting because this mm-hmm. article was written to a mom who was writing about her teenager. Mm-hmm. But if you can, for a second, tell your brain that this applies to all of the things. Mm-hmm. This applies to the way you disciple people you're around. This applies to friendships, your spouses, Mm -hmm. like this is, so we're going to specifically be honing in on parenting and like the things that stuck out to us, but know that this applies to Mm -hmm. so much more. So Mm -hmm. if you can just tell your brain not to zone out because we're talking about kids, you will be enrichly blessed. Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. So we just chose some quotes really quick that, and then we'll just talk about them a little bit. So one of them for me was, it's more loving for your children to experience a little chastisement now than to suffer eternally because no one cared enough to see that they don't become hardened to the voice of the Lord. Boom. Freaking stop. Yes. Okay. Which we say that in our discipleship classes too. Yes. Pre-children, pre-marriage, right. like over my dead body will I let you live a yes. stupid life. That's yes. basically what that is. Right? Yes. Yes. But I think the thing that I loved the most about this is we always say like, um, yeah, like over my dead body, well, you live a stupid and selfish life, but oh, yeah. 
but and then we always think about that as eternal consequences like Mm -hmm. because there's heaven or there's hell but Mm -hmm. what I love specifically about this is she says like you're hardening the voice of the Lord yes so and when I was like reading this I was thinking like one I will I will like discipline Nora in a godly way because I never want her to stop hearing from Jesus Mm -hmm. it wasn't Mm -hmm. like when I was thinking about that I wasn't like because I don't want you to go to hell right you know obviously I don't Mm -hmm. but more than anything else I want you to be able to just like fluently talk to Jesus and hear yes. him and not be hardened to the right. Lord. And that also applies to people you know. Yeah. So like rebuke your friends, not because you're like, hey, if you don't stop living like this, you're going to go to hell. Yeah. But because more than that is like they have stopped hearing God's voice in their life and yes. they don't know what he sounds like anymore. Yeah, that's good. And that's horrible. Yeah. You know, that mm-hmm. like almost brought me to tears. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was one of my quotes. It's that so was good. like wrecked me yeah it's so good it made me think of that quote specifically made me think of well two things the first thing was for my dad whenever Maddox was little he like entered the you know quote-unquote terrible twos Mm -hmm. but we kind of stayed there until he was four like like two three and four were all just really hard um and my dad would always remind me he was like you're not just parenting Mm -hmm. a two-year-old you are parent you're like raising a 22 year old yes which basically it was like in not so many words like the habits and the discipline you're instilling in him now need to be habits and discipline yes. that you want to be instilled through 22. So right. like if he, if we're constantly telling him like, if you do that again, if you do that again, yes. if you do that again, then you know, the consequences are small right, right now when you're two and three and four at 12, they get a little more dire. Right. At 16, all of a sudden we're handing like somebody a set of car keys mm-hmm. and more, freedom and then all of a sudden we've made a huge jump to like very dire consequences and it's not going to be like if you crash that car again right if you stay out past you know curfew again all of a sudden we're going to have to start putting some like really consistent and quick consequences but through if if we didn't when he was two three and four then all of a sudden we're like looking like we're flip-flopping on how we discipline right and so which was always just a helpful um yeah i remember when you said that when your dad told you that Mm -hmm. i was like that was really good. Mm-hmm. He was wise. Things your dad told you. Yeah. That's another thing. That's right. <laughs> um, and then so good. the second thing it made me think of is that I, like Ryan and I want our parenting resource, the way we parent, we want that to reiterate how the Lord mm-hmm. disciplines and disciples us. Yes. So like what you're saying about, we don't want their voice, their, them to be hardened to the voice of the Lord. Mm-hmm. We also want to be able to parent in a way that we can, we, we are showing them how the Lord speaks to us. Right. So in discipline and in, um, rebuke, there's a time when we bring back mm-hmm. and we like bring back into the fellowship and we give a new chance. Like, yes. anyway, so that, that kind of also goes on to what, um, my, the quotes I picked, but, yes. um, yeah. This whole article, y'all. It's so good. Also, I was thinking, you know, like, my kids really like to ask why. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, hey, I need you to go clean your room. Why? Yes. And I think about that with the Lord sometimes. There's, like, times in in my life, a lot of times in my life, where I, I feel like I've been given a directive mm-hmm. with no answer. Why? With no, yeah. um, with no answer to a question why. Oh, for sure. You know? And it's probably, and it could be, like, years until I look back and the Lord kind of, like, hey, this is, this is why that that needed to happen. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have done it had you told me why. Totally. You know? Like, think, it's like a, it's a faith builder. And so to, 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 to discipline that part even into our kids is, like, we don't always get to know why. Mm-hmm. You just have to trust that I love you and I know it's best for you. Yes. 
And so that's kind of like, I picked that up from a friend recently, that key phrase. You don't get to know why, but you need to trust that I love you and I know what's best. Yes. Just like we trust and know the Lord. We've been using that verbiage with Nora also. Like, you can trust what mommy says. Mm -hmm. You can trust me. Mm -hmm. And also now she started saying, she'll say, before I even have a chance, um, I'll say, Nora, try try this food. Uh We'll we'll keep it really easy. I'll be like, try this dinner. And she'll say, I don't want to do that. It looks gross and I don't trust you. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, I don't trust you. And I'm like, "Mm, cool. So, but I think that verbiage is so important (laughs) because... We want her to know who is trustworthy. That's right. And then you pull in the honor. Well, yes. Honor your mother. Oh, yeah. You, you've you met my child. I know. <laughs> you've met my child. She's so like, I want to honor. And yeah. I'm like, go to bed. <laughs> All of a sudden, really gracious and loving mommy turns into, like, monster mommy in a quick second. So quick. Uh, I'll, after my, my graciousness has, you like, a... You know what, though? It's not real quick. It's I'm all like, day, all day, all day. Thank all you. Day. And by the time dinner yes. rolls around, and I, for the fifteenth time, I like softened my voice. Yes. I'm like looking at her gently. Yes. And I'm like Nora, honor mommy and eat this dinner. Yes. And she looks at me and she says, "I don't want to do that." Yeah, I don't want to honor you. Yeah, that's what she'll say. I don't want to honor you. And I'll say, "Go to bed." <laughs> <laughs> Every time. You know, and, and then they like wail and wonder why we're so mean. Oh yeah, she'll go to her room and she's daddy, <laughs> my dad, and and then Ethan's always like. Go <laughs> like, I'm like, like yeah, I'm like, stop it. You're not getting away with it. Uh, okay. All right. So what's she needs your... her own Instagram. She does need her. She needs her own podcast. She apparently. needs. Seriously, she just. She's so. She's not actually because I'd be just feeding on her disobedience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I thought maybe you could give one and then I could give one, so it's not just a bunch oh, of us talking. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so the next one, this um, the lady when she writes this article, she said and immediately got her to think about that song that was that said like oh, you yeah. always love the ones you, you always, always hurt, hurt the ones you love. And but she goes, what I really think we do is that we always hurt the ones we love less than ourselves. Gosh, bless. That hurts me. Physically she, hurt me. Seriously. Oh, I like, had to read that four times to just have that fully sit. Seriously. Like, ev- so it's so true. So oh. yesterday as we're like going about life, it like just kept resounding in my brain. Mm, like yes. any, any choice that I wanted to make that suited myself above my children, I'm like, nope, here we go. Nope. Yeah. We're choosing to love my children above myself right now mm-hmm. and that I think within that reason. within reason yeah. like I don't say yes to everything totally. but choose like if it is what's best for them yes then we say yes even if it's not what's, what's best for or me, most convenient or most convenient yes. for me you know yes um so what that looked like for us last night was it was not a baseball night for us mm-hmm. and I was really excited about being home and having a night where Ryan got off work he gets off late now anyway so like seven thirty. And having dinner, we haven't had a home-cooked meal for dinner in weeks because of baseball. I feel that deeply. Girl, it's driving me nuts. Yes. Um, And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the chicken out. I got the chicken out to defrost, all this stuff. Mm, and then one thing it. led to another, then all of a sudden, they're like, can we please go to the baseball fields to watch baseball? Like, we really want to go cheer on our friends. And I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. we can do that. Like, actually, okay, yes, we can do that. That's, You're amazing. It's, like, not a bad thing. Right. You know, I'm like, they love this game. The friends that they want to cheer on are, like, good friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, parents who are invested in our kids. Like, right. we want to be invested in their kids. And at the end of the day, like, a couple of hours at the baseball field is, like, really... An easy thing to... It's an easy thing to, like, honor for them. Mm-hmm. Um, did I get to bed or, like, do any of the things that I thought I wanted to do no. yesterday? No. But did anybody die? 
No. Also no. And did and your kids feel really honored? They did. They had a great night. Everyone behaved. Everybody got home. We had, and I even told Ryan, it was like so late, it was like 9.30, and everybody got in the shower when I asked them to. Which no is, fights. No fights. No like, I don't want to. Can I do it yeah. in the morning? Just everybody did it and then went to bed and I'm like, that was actually a really fun and really smooth night. Yeah. Like, so that's simple and it's kind of silly. Um, no, but it is like... So true. Yeah. And hear me rightly. Like, I'm not saying yes to everything that my kids want to do. Absolutely. Um, but another example is they want to start doing more experiments in science for homeschool. Mm-hmm. And you know how I feel about, like, crafts and mess yes. and stuff. Yep. But you know what? Yesterday we did egg drops, like a science experiment on weight and velocity and gravity. And it was fun. And it was fun. And YouTube taught it for me. Like, I found a science guy who used to work at NASA to do the teaching. And then we got to do the thing. And it took up a whole hour of our school day. And they all were super invested, and it had a really good time, and so another thing, I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's what's best for you. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought that was so good. So, I didn't think about that, like, directly to, to like, my kids. Well, kids, I found it. I was like, kid, I only have one. I have three. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about that specifically with spouses, mm-hmm. because I... Well, one, when I first read it, I was like, um, whatever. And I tried to, like, pick, like, instances where I hurt somebody that I loved, which is Ethan. And I tried to justify it. Yeah, like, yeah. you deserved that, yeah. bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, mm-hmm. I just love myself more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, like, so hard for me to, like, just chew on that at first. But then I really did start to think, like, how often we use that as, like, a, like a scapegoat. We're yes. like, oh, like, you just, you hurt the ones you're closest to. Or, like, we say, like, um, grief is proportional to intimacy. Yes. And, you know, and, and like, it's it but it's be. because you're selfish. Yeah. You know? We're causing the ones we love the most grief. Yes. Yeah. And it, and in that sense, it's because you, in that moment, are just saying, like... I choose me. I choose me. Mm-hmm. I hear you, but I don't care. And I can guarantee you that wasn't in your wedding vows. Show sure wasn't. You know, you, you were, like, all, you were all, like, till death do us part. Yeah. <laughs> you know? In sickness and hell. In on bad days, yeah. <laughs> when you sassy, <laughs> when you're not. Uh, but I, so I just started thinking about that, and I was like, Lord, help me. Help me to see in those moments that, like, every time that I'm trying to just love myself more, mm-hmm. or I'm just, like, being really selfish, like, help me to yeah. correct that. Which is goes back to that podcast where we talked about our favorite wedding quotes, or our favorite marriage quotes. Yeah. And mine is, like, treat your own selfishness like it's the biggest problem yes. in your marriage. Yes. And so... Obviously, I'm really selfish. <laughs> That's what I'm figuring out. And we're still working on it. Mm-hmm. What? No, yeah. We're totally working on it. I'm just kidding. Refinement by fire, you know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Okay, and then here's the other one. I, obviously, that this stuck out to me. When I read it, everyone's going to be like, yeah, that's a Sierra quote. Oh. <laughs> um, it says, do we consider it more spiritual to serve on church committees than to serve our family? Cooking, cleaning, washing, and caring, really making a home mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, we all know how I feel about cleaning houses. I don't love it. But, here's the thing that I, why this was so convicting to me is because I will do anything and quickly for someone else who's asked me it. Like, especially, especially because I work for the church. Yes. So, this one hit a little bit harder. Like, if you call me and ask me to do something, there's like a 97% chance if I'm not Literally, literally, if my house isn't burning down around me, right. I will drop what I'm doing. I've seen it. And do it. Yep. And it is it is to my core. I will do a good job for you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's who I am. Mm-hmm. And then I thought to myself, but my whole house could be burning down around me. And I'm yes. like, 
sucks, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know what like, I mean? I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, bummer. I'm gonna go handle somebody else's problems. Yes. And so then I was just thinking about this, like, and then it's like when Ethan comes home to a messy house, I'm like, I don't really care. You know what I mean? I'm like, bummer. But then yeah. I'm like, but it's because I spent my whole day doing what I feel is like honorable. Right. But it's not because my motive is like, it's a little bit true. Like I do, I do love my job and I do love to serve other people. Yeah. But then the other part of that is like, it is not, that is not my actual job job. Right. Like my right. job job is, is my home, is right. my children, is my family, is cooking a meal. Yes. And so, that was why that was so convicting to me. So, not for the reasons you probably thought, because I have been better about cleaning my house, but because I love to do things for other people and then call it honorable yeah. so that no one knows that it's really yeah my way of getting out of taking care of what the Lord has asked me to take care of. Totally. I know um, for, for me, so we're similar that we have, like, the same kind of personality when it comes to serving people, mm-hmm. pleasing people. We want people yes. to be happy with what we do. We want to let... We want them to think that we've done a good job. Yes. Like, we don't ever want to look like we've done anything, like, halfway. Mm-hmm. and Or leave something done in a disappointed way. Like, yes. don't be disappointed in the work I did. I did it, and I wanted you to be really, really happy with it. Yes. And it would be a cherry on the top if you told me how happy you were with oh, it. totally. You know? <laughs> totally. <laughs> and when I was in college, I was like, it was just, I was just about to graduate college. And I think I was in a resource group. And the Lord really, really convicted me of that needing to get a thank you and a, a job well done and a pat on the back. So um, And I was like, holy cow. And that verse came to mind, like, if, if you're working for thanks here on earth and that's all the thanks you get, basically, that I'm yes. that. But in my mind, that's what I'm reciting to myself. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, we don't work for earthly people saying yeah. good job, you know. We want the good job from, the from God. And yeah. I'm not sure if the good job from the Lord is going to come from me, like you were saying, like, neglecting the absolute call he has on my life mm-hmm. versus like something that would make somebody else happy right now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, so I feel that to my core. Yo, for sure. I feel it to my core. I, when I read that, I was like, Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bummer. Yeah. Bummer. It's a big bummer. <laughs> it's like, cause you're responsible for what you know. That's right. Okay. So the last one is, um, there's like a part of the beginning quote that I'm not going to read cause it's kind of long, but basically it ends like this continually, walk in the spirit with plenty of grace, forbearance, and mercy for one another. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I feel like I fall short a lot of times at home. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you're saying, anybody else, like someone who I was expecting to do something um, falls through. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, oh, no big deal. Like, I understand. Yeah. Life happens. I mean, this is like happened like um, in past when like meal trains come up. Like mm-hmm. I'm having babies and like someone texts me like, I'm so sorry. We're going out of town tonight. And then I'm, like, very, very, like, genuinely, like, it is okay. Like, we will be fine. Please don't worry about it. But, like, Ryan comes home and he's like, oh, no, I forgot to schedule the car payment. I'm like, what are you mean? What do you mean you forgot? Mm -hmm. Like, we talked about it this morning. Yes. Like, you forgot. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like, and he is being genuine. Yeah. How'd you just forget? Yeah. And I'm like, it's, 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 it takes another step to be like, oh, babe, it's like, yeah, I'll do it right now. Or I'm like whatever, mm-hmm. with my kids. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing with my kids and then it, with me, with Jesus. It's like, how... So, I've been walking with Jesus since I was 18. Mm-hmm. And I'm not 18 anymore, you know? I'm way past 18. Like, almost two decades of walking with Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, you're not that far past 18. <laughs> yeah. Really <laughs> far from 18. But 
like, there's still some things in my life that I know if he was, like, utterly human and utterly fleshly, he would have, like, reamed me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are we here again? Why? Yeah. Like, why are we still dealing with this attitude? You know, but that's not how he does. No. At all. Very gently, he's like, that hurts me mm-hmm. when you act like that. It feels like I have to, like, it feels like we're far away when your motivation is that and when your attitude is that. And I don't want to be far away from you. Yes. I want to draw you in close. And so this thinking, yes. like, with my kids, who have only been alive for not even, <laughs> just barely over one decade. Yeah. And then that, you thinking, like, all of those things that they're learning really don't even start to take shape and take, like, right. so, so, you know, be solidified until they're, like, three. Mm-hmm. So we're very, working with a very short time. And so and, and my patience with them, I'm the one reaming them. Yeah. What do you mean you hit your brother again? You know, like, yes. which I'm never okay with hitting. But, like, yes. instead of coming but at I'm them like that, I really do think that I should come at them <laughs> much different. Yeah. Like, much different. This feels kind of cheesy. But, okay, so you, you've watched The Chosen. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So you know how Jesus portrayed that. Very friendly. Mm-hmm. Very, like. So I'm not all the way up to date. No, I mean, even in the first season. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, like, just the way he, like, he, like, winks and he's playful yes, and yes. he's, like, a friend. Yeah. He's, like, he, these are, like, his legit friends yes. that he's living life with. That is in my brain. So, as I read this article and, like, especially what you're talking about, um, this is, like, this is what I'm picturing is, like, I, my patience with Nora is, like, so thin. So thin, You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there will literally be something right in front of her face. She could be holding it in her hand, and I'd be like, Nora, hand me that passy that's in your hand. And she'd be like, what passy? Yes. She's like, I can't see it, Mom. Mom, I can't find it. I'm like, the one that's in your hand. Yes. I, Mom, I don't know. I don't where. And I'm like, get away! <laughs> I'm so sorry for everybody listening to that. But that's, like, literally how it goes down. I'm like, Nora, it is in your hand. Yes. Give it to me. You know what I mean? But then I, like, I just, like, picture that. That's, like, the new version of Jesus in my brain mm-hmm. is, like, this chosen guy mm-hmm. and how friendly he is. And, you know, mm-hmm. I just imagine him being, like, not even, like, just, like, just, like, hey, we're here again. Yes. Why are we here again? Yes. You know? Yes. And, like, the softest rebuke. Yes. Uh, but, like, the one that, like, hurts just enough to bring you back in. Yeah. And, like, draw you close. Yes. And it's not, and, like, the the way you draw someone in close is not with, like, harshness. You know what I mean? Right. Like, a, like, a little stray cat. You're not, like, get over here. Yeah, and they're, right. like, meow, meow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're, like, yes. with treats and a gentle, like, hey, yes. bye. That wasn't a good idea to yeah. run away. Yeah. And then the cat comes. Not that you're a cat. Or our no, children or cats. No, but, but I hear you. Yes. It's like, I mean... Like this friendliness aspect of mm-hmm, the Lord mm-hmm. is like... That graciousness that It's what draws us in. Yes. Yes. Yep. yep. His gentleness, his kindness, it was... It, his kindness draws us to repentance. Yeah, repentance, your kind, right? like, yeah, that's kindness exactly, leads you to repentance. Yeah. Darn. Darn. They're so... I'm taking a parenting class. I'm about to. I know. <laughs> Which Ryan was like, why are you taking a parenting class? I'm like, okay, so here's the deal. Like, honestly, I, if anybody else, except for the person who was offering it, were to be like, hey, I'm offering this parenting class. I'm like, cool. I'll get lots of young moms to come yeah. and do this with you because I love you and go for it. But because of the lady who's doing it, she, she's in our small group. Ah, she's been on the podcast. It's Amber. Um, <laughs> she, she talks it everything in this parenting class is so transferable to like the gospel. Mm-hmm. It's like these people who wrote it surely have to be believers, but we don't know. Um, but she talks about it so often, and in different situations, I'm like, I need to know this. Mm-hmm. I need to be a part of this. 
some intimate parenting class and one that gave us like this list of things like out of all of the out of this like list of 10 things what is like like your heart's desire for your kids and um so many of us in the class chose the exact same two she's like that's never happened but one of them was that they can come to us when they're in trouble mm-hmm. and I don't think that Ryan and I have done a good job of being like hey if you're really in trouble you should come to us right because when the trouble happens it's like no, go to yeah. your room. This is not it. We've told you. You know, it's like very like mm-hmm. kind of extreme. Um, and so I don't think that a kid who like broke a window down the street is going to like really want to come home to that. Totally. You know, whereas had we like, so we're going to try to be better about just, you know, a gen- gentle rebuke, quick consequences and drawing back into fellowship. If it's any encouragement, not that I was a very good teenager or kid. <laughs> and my mom did a wonderful job trying to raise five kids mm-hmm. like she poor poor woman bless her bless her abundantly but when i was in my car accident i was terrified uh-huh. for them to call my parents uh-huh. terrified i was like goodness gracious <laughs> call anybody but them i know i'm like don't go but at this but in the same token i'm like i'm fearful i'm like i'm gonna be grounded yeah i'm so scared but call my mom but i need my mom yeah i was my like mom. but call my mom yeah like and it was not, there was like, when, and once I saw my mom, I was not in, in, in any little part thinking like, oh mom, you're going to be so mad at me. I'm 96% sure I did say that I was sorry, but it's because that's, I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I like apologize to grocery carts. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm, so I'm sure that I did look at my mom and say that I'm sorry. But right. when I, when my mom got there, I was not fearful mm-hmm. of being in trouble for something major. Right. I just saw my mom and I was like, okay, it's going to be fine. I'm okay. Like mom's here. Yes, I came to my mom when I was in trouble, and it was good. There were also times where I got myself in really bad situations where I knew I deserved to be grounded. Yeah. And yet, I just, I called my mom. Yeah. And so, if that's any encouragement... It is. And my mom screamed at me a lot. (laughs) Love you, Bonnie. (laughs) She was yelling at a lot of kids. (sighs) Yeah. And doing the absolute best she could. Yes. And I, like, she's my mom. Yeah. Like, I call her when I need her. Yeah. So... That's encouraging to you. It is. It is encouraging. Or anybody else listening. Or anybody, yeah. Be encouraged. Um, your kids Your kids will... will, will know. I think, like, what I knew about my mom is that she, like, loved the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I know that she's, like, a woman after God's heart. So, mm-hmm. in those moments, I wasn't really afraid. Yeah. Like, there was, like, trustworthiness there. Yeah, there's like, yeah. the fleshly, like, oh, my gosh, I just wrecked your car. <laughs> but... You might want to kill me, but no, you're not going to because you but like you're Jesus. Not going to, you're, but you're not going to because when my mom walked up, you know what she said? Thank God you're alive. Yes, that's right. And so that's right. I think that is the way it goes. Like, thank God you didn't get hurt when all that glass shattered out of your yes. neighbor's window, even though I told you to quit throwing that ball. Yeah. So all that to say is we have a broken window at our house and we don't know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> They're too scared. <laughs> I'm like, Re- really? It is. So here's, the, it's a different story. We got a broken window and nobody knows nothing. It's the hail. It was the hail storm. <laughs> we saw it before the hail. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'm gonna talk to your kids. I'm <laughs> like, who did it? Listen, who did it? Your mom's trustworthy. Okay. Tell me. Okay. So fun stuff. Fun stuff yes. for the week. Yes. Okay, Just but this we're... is like a little still heart like okay heart tugging. <gasps> we want you guys to so badly listen to this song that Sarah yeah. found. How'd you find it? My sister sent it to me. Oh, go PJ. Seriously, she okay. sent it to me, and I was like, first, my first thing, I was like, oh yeah, okay, cool, like a song. Yeah. 
Then I listened to it and then I listened to it five more times. Yes. And then by the end of yesterday, I had listened to it like 13 like times. Like all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a long song. Yeah. It really, <laughs> it's it really takes some worship. time. You know, they just, they they play forever. But it's like, it's, so it's like a riff off. I don't know. It's Somebody called, else is in there. Yeah, it's like, it's Maverick City and Elevation. Okay, yeah. And they, it's called Talking to Jesus. Yes. And y'all. It's so good. We wanted to insert it. But it's eight minutes. It's eight minutes. So, so we're just going to link. We are for sure linking a Spotify playlist today. It's on our to-do list. Yes. So we'll put that Please somewhere. listen to it. But it's so good. There is like, so I'll just like walk you through it really quick. Like he talks about, which he's, as a, as a little boy, he can mm-hmm. remember his grandmother praying over him totally in the spirit. Yeah. Totally in the spirit. And I'm um, praying over him, and she says, like, she like the, her one-liner in that like little segment is like, the, this kind of praying is what saved my life. Yes. And then he talks about how his mom dragged him to church, and... Khakis and a polo. Yeah. I'm like, God, compl- my boys complain every Sunday about putting on nice clothes. Yes. I'm like, one day for two hours, put on something that's not And that's so clothes. true. I hate I hated having to dress up, too, until mm-hmm. I got older, and I was like, hey, am I cute? Yeah. <laughs> and then, hashtag, wasn't saved. <sighs> but, and then, so then he's, like, getting dragged to church, and he says, like, thank you, Mom, for, for doing that, because yeah. now... I'm talking to God. Yes. And then and then he has like and like the the final stage of the song is like he's in his room, he's praying, and his son walks in yeah. and he says, um, hey, his son says, I'll come back later. Like you have obvi- I've listened to it so many yes. times. He's like, Hey, you have a lot on your mind. I'll come back later. And his dad says, Hey, this is not an interruption. Yeah, like, this is actually a really good time. Yeah, yeah. Like, come in with me. Why why don't you pray with me? Yeah. And then his and then he says, like, and now and he says, Thank you, Jesus. Like now my son is talking to God. Right? Ugh, that's that like part gets me every okay. time. We I, when I was listening to that, I was like, this this is spiritual inheritance. And you know you know how you pass that on is letting your kids be a part of your worship. And so often as moms, every minute we have to spend with the Lord is private. It's in a in the shower when we have five minutes. It's when we're getting in bed at night. And it's like so often your kids do not get to see it. And I just, I just kept thinking to myself, like, I want to leave this rich spiritual inheritance for my daughter and my boys, but if they never, if they never get to be a part of it, like, how are, how are they going to walk in and be like, oh, it sounds like you have a lot on your mind. You know what I mean? She's like, she's like weeping right now. (laughs) But I was just thinking that and like, it's not, it's not an interruption. Let them climb up in your lap and interrupt your book for the 15th time when you're trying to read. Like, that's right. Let them ask you a hundred questions during the Jesus Storybook Bible and and answer all their questions. Yes. Like, let let them be a part of you. Your sanctification, like you yes. walking it out, like it being real to you mm-hmm. so they know it's real. Like one day your grandkids mm-hmm. are going to hear you praying and that could be the thing that like gets them talking to Jesus. That's right. <laughs> Like, it's... The, anyway, this song, y'all. It's so good. It's so Goodness. good. Goodness. Okay. Y'all have to listen to it. Talking to Jesus. So good. All right. It's, it's, it's going to be in our link tree. It's not there yet, but... Yes, and we'll we'll, we'll let y'all know today, to like... To it will be. Gracious. You gotta listen to it. It's so good. <clears throat> and then listen to it three more times, right. because <laughs> you're just going to be ministered to so deeply. I even had to, like, go look. I had to, like, get the lyrics in front of me and, like, read it while he was listening. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to miss anything. Yeah. 
And my boys loved it. They were like, Mom, what's that song? Will you play it again? I was like, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I will. I played it on the way to, church, on the way to school this morning. I was like, hey, Nora. I'm going to talk to Jesus. Uh-huh. Her favorite song is Spirit Lead Me. And which is so funny because there's a part in that song that says like, um, it's about your feelings and it's like, says like, you won't, you won't obey your feelings. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Nora, you be singing that, but you don't be doing it. She's like, I don't really understand yet. No, she does not, but she'd be loving that song. And so then this morning when I was like talking to Jesus, I'm like, Hey girl, this is me showing you my spiritual inheritance. <laughs> Just up. kidding. Yeah. I'm like, watch this. <laughs> Just kidding. Guys. Oh, it's so good. It okay. Good. And... Leanne had a thing. Okay, so lastly, here's our goal. We've got how many how many people are following us on Instagram? Do you remember? Two hundred and ninety-five. We are five away. Five away. From three hundred people. Here's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. If like each of our followers Venmoed two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars. We could have an like a really great microphone set up in here. Yes. So that's what we're pleading. Yes. And okay, so the goal is six hundred dollars. Okay. Yes. Part and part of that, we we also because of these ads, they can be super annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what we put in because we we really want to have a good setup. Yes. And we're not asking to like get out of the closet no. anytime Mm-mm. soon. Just some microphones, microphones, headphones, and a little thing that can plug into either the computer or the mm-hmm. phone that would make it all sound. So you don't pick up like the baby's crying, the, yes. the toys crashing, but you will pick up, you know, all of our swallowing and heavy breathing. No, you I'm know. just kidding. <laughs> but I think it like it cancels out the it, noise, yes, like the, the crazy noise. And we so and we have like a little bit from the ads. That's right. A we very made some money. yeah. We're like an actual. Ethan told me I could not call this a job until, you until made we money. made a paycheck, and we've exceeded the paycheck limit to cash out. So. Woo-hoo. We're not rolling in it, but we... I mean, but we could go out to eat if we wanted to. To Chick-fil-A. <laughs> to maybe the McDonald's and no drinks. That's right. That's right. Just I'm just kidding. saying we could. But we we're could. not. We're going to put it towards making mic- this yes. better. Um, and we want it We want it to be... We just want it to sound better. And so we are just asking, like, if you've been ministered to, if, you, if the Lord has spoken to you through something that was mentioned with a guest with something that the Lord's working on us in, if you've been challenged, if you've been encouraged, if you've felt led to share this podcast or Instagram with somebody, mm-hmm. if you've been touched, would you consider sending $2? $2. You can Venmo Sierra. Yeah. Please, Venmo me. It is um, my middle name, I think. I'm 96% sure. Okay, I'm going to check that. Maybe we need to make a harvest Venmo. We should make a harvest. Okay, if we can, can make, Venmo harvest. If we can Venmo, if we can make that happen, Venmo yeah. harvest. Yeah. And, um... Anyway, it would be really, it would be really dope. We're just trying to, obviously, we just want to better this for yeah. you guys. And this is something we really believe the Lord wants to do. Totally. In longevity, not just for a season. Yeah. And so, we really appreciate y'all. Yeah, we love y'all so much. There's so many friends, there's so many people who've walked through so many different seasons. Mm-hmm. Who listen and who, like, engage on social media and who share. Yeah. And, and then it goes out to people that I don't even know. Like, There's some people in Ireland that listen to this. That's awesome. We have a 2% rating that's in so Ireland. Cool. We love you, Ireland. <laughs> Seriously. I want to visit you so bad. Oh, for sure. We'll take Harvest on the road one day. Yeah. It'll be so fun. Okay. Going to Ireland on our first paycheck. That's right. All right. We love you guys. If you have any questions, always feel free to DM us. If you have anything that you want us to look into, DM us. If you want to know how I really feel about everything that's going on in the country right now, follow me. Person, yeah, yeah. my personal account because I'm not gonna be posting it on Harvest. <laughs> no, not allowed. <laughs> okay, we love you so much. Bye.
Hey y'all, thanks for joining us today on Harvest. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. And come hang out with us on Instagram. And as always, thanks for listening.